listener exclusive. Well, welcome to the story behind the name. You know these iconic businesses and landmarks in our region, but maybe you don't know the story behind them. And one of the magnificent landmarks in our city is in Margaret Street. It is the beautiful building that is the Strand Cinemas. We're very lucky here that we have both the ultra-modern latest VMAX cinema at Grand Central, thanks to Event Cinemas bringing that to town, but we also have this beautifully renovated inside, but historical facade and history of the Strand Cinema. And the bloke who's lucky enough to spend his days watching the movies and enjoying the facade facilities of both of those is Ian Mills, the GM, and he joins me for our podcast. And uh, mate, thank you for popping in to have a chat about The Strand. Thanks for having me, Lee, and you, you missed out. I also test the popcorn, the chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the best part of the that's job, I bet. I <laughs> oh, as soon as you walk in there, it's the it's yeah, that the aroma that, that gets you, isn't it? And of course, with The Strand these days, I mean, you can go, we can have mm-hmm. a, a cocktail, something to eat. I mean, it's not just popcorn and chock tops anymore, is it? Yeah, that's right. It's moved more in that quality movie space. So yeah. hot food, sliders, burger sliders, uh, pizzas, it's Yum. licensed drinks. You can do a lot. <laughs> oh, so. fantastic. All right. As I say, though, uh, for a lot of people who've been around the area for a long time, the Strand has just been a part of their life. For those that have come to the city, they quite often comment to me, gee whiz, you know, there's a couple of really magnificent buildings, and one of them they always point out is is the Strand Cinema, and they're just wrapped that it didn't get demolished or whatever it might have been through those years that we mm. used to do that very rapidly, particularly the 80s and the 90s. It survived all of that. How old is the... Uh, the building itself. The building was built April 16, 1915. So wow, we've passed 100 years. Um, That's very exciting because my birthday is April 16. Uh, so there you go. I'm a 1970 model. Uh, so uh, it precedes me just a little <laughs> I, I bit. I would not have known. But my kids uh, would be like, oh, that sounds about when you would have been born, Dad, about that time. Uh, so that that's extraordinary. I mean, we're going back now, World War One era. Yeah, so it's the oldest purpose-built cinema that's still operating continuously as a cinema. So there might be... In Australia, we say? Yeah, definitely in Queensland. Yes. uh, Possibly Australia. So there's other uh, buildings, cinemas that were built, but they might be commercial buildings now or, you know, other purposes. But the Strand has been running nonstop. In fact, it's shut. It's only shut briefly two times now, um, both for flu. So Spanish flu and then COVID. Uh, the so interest- the Strand has gone through the two pandemics. Yeah. So the interesting <laughs> thing about the Strand when it closed for, and this is absolutely legitimate, um, when it closed for the Spanish flu, it closed on August, or, sorry, it reopened on August 19, 1919. And when it reopened from COVID, it reopened on August 20, 2020. And that was not planned. No way. So, <laughs> so it's, Isn't it's, that incredible? Yeah. So it, it look, it's got lots of stories, haunted, all that kind of stuff. Look, it, I mean, well, it, yes. Now that's what know. we want to touch on, obviously. Yeah. Well, you know, now that's open to interpretation. But there was some thought that there was some spirits hanging about there, and given the the length of time, we'll get to that in a minute. Because what we probably want to do then is take people just through a, a brief journey of where that building was. So when it opened in nineteen nineteen, yep. it was open as the cinema. Uh, was it the called the Strand back then? Was it yeah, was well, it known as the Strand? If you want to go right, right back, so yes. the first building built there was a church, the Congregational 
church, and we're yes. talking back in the uh, 1860s. Okay. Um, and then it became an open-air picture theatre, so it was called the Palace Picture Gardens. Um, and then the building itself got built, and that's when, it, right from the start, it got called the Strand. So it was going to be called something else, but the operator, C&R Spencer, this lady, she had a few other cinemas around Queensland, also called the Strand. So that's how it got its name. So okay. from opening, it's always been the Strand. The Strand, because people do ask that, you know, because what was the Margaret Street originally called the Strand, mm. perhaps, or was it, you know, in a different area? So that's why, because she had those other businesses that were named there. So, okay, so starts life as a church, becomes an open-air cinema, which we see a lot of in, in Western Queensland in particular. Yep. You go to Charleville or somewhere like that. Uh, you know, the open-air cinemas, the pictures... Uh, are adorning walls all over the place of, of those days. Uh, that would have been a bit of fun. Yeah, uh, you yeah. know, boy, oh boy. Uh, and then this magnificent building is built there in the early part of the 1900s. Uh, so it starts as a cinema, yep. but it doesn't always remain a cinema, does it? Well, the unique bit about the Strand, unlike any other cinema built, is, and all people are not aware of this, it's got a whole top floor to it. That top floor was linked to the Crown Hotel, which was built at the same time. So yes. it was actually an alderman, alderman who built it. Um, and the top floor to the cinemas, those rooms were rented out as part of the pub, the hotel. Yeah. So right now today, it still has a top floor above the foyer that is not accessible, but it still exists. It's like you walk down a corridor, there's rooms left, right, all the way down, about 24 odd rooms, laundry, bathrooms, the whole lot, all in that top floor. So that, and that was the unique bit about it in that, you know, not too many cinemas had a hotel floor directly above them. And I believe at one point in time, it may have been utilised, <laughs> those rooms, for, you know, ladies of the evening. Yeah, look, that that's the rumour I hear too. So wow. at the pub, you might have gone and bought a box of matches, but... It cost a lot of money, and in the matches, in the in sorry, the box of matches might have been a key or something. So yeah, I've heard that too. That's um, brilliant. And it like whether it's true or not, I, we keep it going. Just it's, it's, I think it was. It's part of the history of the place. It's it, a wonderful story. Yeah. So you would have been up in those. Yeah, that you, area you can there. get up there. There's like did a you ever manhole. did you ever feel anything <laughs> the up presence there? Presence of ghosts. Look, I, I've I've got some team members who have said, yeah, they swear black and blue. They've seen something up there. Wow. Um, the interesting thing about so in the in the bathrooms, um, whenever we put on some new stuff, we sort of don't do it now because it's probably a bit mean. But we used to send the staff in to do you know your toilet checks, make sure yes. the place is clean and tidy and everything. And you'd often hear a sniffle, and we'd always tell the newbies that you know that's the ghosts that are sneezing. Um, it was really just the air freshener device that would squirt, <laughs> but we'd run with it. Oh, that is magnificent. How brilliant. So then how long then after it was associated with the Crown Hotel that it just become a standalone right, cinema? So, so I guess key parts after it opened was around the 30s when the uh, Empire Theatre burnt down. Yes. Um, Birch, Carol and Call were actually running cinemas out of the Empire Theatre at that stage. Um, and a famous architect by the name of Guy Crick was in town to re and he'd redesigned what you see now at the empire. Yes. And, um, the, the owners at the empire knew the strand people and sent him down. And so he redecorated the strand. It was art nouveau. So now it's art deco because of Guy Crick's design. So that was the thirties. That was a significant moment. Um, and then fast forward to around the, uh, fifties, late fifties is when, um, the, the current land, the building owners, the Suris family bought that strand building. So they owned it. 
Um, and then fast forward to around the mid nineties is when the Crown Hotel got demolished and cinemas one, two got put on the side. So up until the, the mid nineties, it was running as a single screen. The foyer was where everyone sat. Yes. Uh, and then it turned into a four screen. So either side of the foyer, the, those buildings got taken over to become auditoriums. Wow. So yeah, around the, around the nineties. Well, it, it has a fascinating history. It's a beautiful building. And what you've done to it recently, in the, in the last number of years, to upgrade the seating and to upgrade the sound and all of that so that we can really enjoy those movies, but in that wonderful historic setting, yeah. I think is just brilliant. And I think that's the, the one thing that's made it survive. So there's not too many CBD cinemas that exist anymore, yeah. especially in Queensland and all no. your regional towns. Uh, but the Strand, we, we, it's more it, we've we've badged it as the Strand. Yeah. Um, it it's got a it's got a story behind it that sure we actually does. celebrate now. Rather than try and put you know bright lights around it and make <laughs> it look like a popcorn and coke cinema, it is a quality venue. Um, and that's what suits it, and that's its parts of its story. So. Yeah, we, I, I think we're lucky to have it, and I, I'm so proud of it. It's a beautiful building. You can hear it in the way you talk about it. And I remember talking to you about it for the, what would have been, must have been 2015 then, for the 100th yeah, year, yeah, yeah, when, yeah, when yeah. it was turned 100, and when I first heard you tell some of those stories, and I wanted to capture that in our little podcast that we do, well, well, uh, talking about the stories behind the business. That I, I would love to talk about that, though, just quickly. Yeah. Like, if you remember, so for the listeners, the very first movie screened when it opened was a movie called Rags, Star Mary Pickford. Yes. And on the 100 year celebration, you probably remember, we actually put on an excerpt of that exact same film That's at right. seven o'clock at night, the matinee time, exactly the same time, 100 years to the exact date. That was such a great event. That's that was, incredible. Yeah, it was it must have been difficult to find a print that would go with the technology of today. To, well, to... honestly, I was lucky. I found it online. There was a, wow. there was a, a, conv- a digital version of an excerpt of that film that yes. somehow someone had converted so it was it was coincidental just like many things with the strand just coincidental <laughs> like like the the dates of you know reopening from the the spanish flu and then the influenza uh, the covid flu sorry um all those things are just it it just it's a sign it's meant to be with us <laughs> it is meant to be with us and may it be here for a, another hundred years so ian mills uh, gm here locally of event cinemas of course you can catch all the latest movies in the ultimate way of seeing oh boy top gun in the in the uh, vmax <laughs> unbelievable but if you want that real magnificent theater night out then there is nothing better than going seeing your favorite flick at uh, the strand there in margaret street uh Millsy, thank you, mate, for popping into the podcast and telling us a little bit of the story behind the name that we know. Thank you very much. My pleasure, Lee. Thanks for having me.